Welcome to the Untold Story podcast, everyone. I'm Martha McCallum, and I am very pleased to have with me today Irina Verbiska. She was raised in Ukraine and in Crimea, where her family had a resort, and uh, they had a harrowing experience at the beginning of the war. And now she has turned into a, a photographer aside from being a travel agent in that area. And I really want to just welcome her in and let her tell her story. Irina, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So explain to me, first, tell us what happened to you and your family in February when the war began. Where were you? How fearful were you? And how did you get out? Um, well, my grandmother called me at uh, 6 a.m. on the 24th of February and said that the war began. And I couldn't believe it. I was sleeping. And I thought that, you know, old people, they tell stories like fairy tales. And I was thinking I was sleeping. But then I googled it and I have seen in the news that uh, we have really the war. So I realized the uh, beginning of the war when I spent uh, the whole night in the bunker. Only after that, I realized we had the war in Ukraine. You know, and, and I just want to jump ahead for a moment and explain to people how we learned about you. And that was a, a very sort of stunning look that you gave the New York Post through your own photography of what's really happening in Ukraine in terms of the destruction and death in this war. And you sent your pictures to them and they put them on the front of the newspaper and you say that the images that you took would not be shown in Germany or in Europe. Can you explain a little bit about how you started leaving the safety of Germany and going back into Ukraine to take these photographs and why? Uh, yes, while being here in Germany, I noted that uh, European television uh, doesn't uh, show the war um, like it is. Uh, they show the war with a filter. So I wanted um, the world to see the real picture of the war. And that's why I went like once a month, I came back to Ukraine um, to document the war. And uh, I also told my parents that I have a business trip somewhere in Germany. They had no idea I go back to Ukraine. But I was just shocked and surprised that uh, European countries don't show the real war because it is much worse than you see on the TV. It's really like a horror movie. So I wanted the whole world to see it. And that's why I was sure America is a country with strong democracy and freedom. I was sure America will show everything without the filter. So explain to us, you know, when you were leaving, what did you see and experience during your exodus out of Ukraine and when you got into the safety of Germany? How, how scary was it and how close did you think you might be to being killed yourselves? Well, it was very scary. It was really like in the horror movie because things that I saw, you can't believe that such things are happening in the 21st century. Uh, you know, like brains in the puddle or body parts on the cars, on benches, also tortured people like raped women and their bodies piled up on each other. And you see they use condoms, such things I saw. You know, such things people um, will never show on the TV. And that's why I came back to document the war, to, sh to show the real war. Like I told um, right now, so I saw um, brains in the puddle. You don't see it in the so, you know, on television. That's why I wanted, I documented everything and I wanted to people see that uh, Russia is a terrorist state. For me, it was very scary. Um, and in Ukraine, it's happening now. So I just wanted to see 
that people see it. You know, I think in the early days of the war, we had images that were um, that were shared here and and still are. But I remember a family that was trying to get out and they had their roller bag suitcases in the street and the mother and I believe the son were both killed and just lying in the street. And, and I think it looked like any, you know, American family that would be on their way for a vacation uh, shot down in the middle of the street. It was absolutely stunning image. Explain to us some of the images that you took and what was it like for you when you snuck back in? And as you said, you told your parents you were going on a business trip. You snuck back into the country. Talk to us about what you saw and what was it like for you to photograph these horrific atrocities? Mm -hmm. So I see real bad things, um, like in the city Bucha, we went to the city um, next days after the, Russian, the Russians left the city. So we could steal the dead bodies on the streets, uh, like people shot in the head, people on bicycles, or people with luggages that uh, they wanted to escape from the war, but they were killed. So I took pictures of uh, dead bodies, as I said, of people shot in the head. Uh, people really wanted to escape from the war, but uh, they couldn't. And um, you see on this, all the pictures that I took, uh, you can't see any soldiers because you can see only civilians. So people always ask me, this is a war. There should be like dead bodies of uh, soldiers, but there were no soldiers. There were women and kids. And things that I saw there, I would never forget. And you know, Ukraine will never forgive Russia. Such things shouldn't happen again. The untold story continues right after this. When is the last time you went back in? I know you had a difficult experience in Erpine. Um Last time I have been to Ukraine? Yes. Uh, it was in the, for, I think, September or November. I was one in once a month, but last time I think it was November. Yeah. And By that I decided yeah, that is today I will not come back again. And why did you decide that? Uh, well, it was a situation, like I said, my parents didn't know I was in Ukraine and um, I have been to the city Mariupol and we were taking pictures and then we saw the planes. So we had uh, to lay down on the ground and act like um, uh, we are dead because we are, you're laying on the dead bodies. So pretending like we are dead. Uh, and at this moment I was laying there and I was thinking that I would die right now. So my parents would have no idea where I am. Mm -hmm. And after this, I decided I will not go back again. This was, this was really like the final decision and the last day for me. I was thinking I would really dead. I would, I would really die. How do you have the courage to do this, to go back and to to do, you know, to take these photographs and to try to save your own life by lying on these bodies. How do you have the courage to do this, Irina? Uh, it was really scary. I was scared to death, but I understood that um, so someone should do this. Of course, there are many journalists who are doing this professionally. I'm not a journalist and uh, photography is also it's not my job. All the pictures I took together with my good friend, oh, like with the iPhone, um, I had no professional camera, but I just wanted to see people the real world. So I, I understood it's very, um, like it's very important for me to collect the evidence that Russia is a terrorist state because uh, this war will end and then the whole world will see what country Russia is. And I have all this evidence now. You know, um, you, you say that your grandmother, who I think is 83 or 84, she experienced World War II, but you had never seen war before, but she had. So 
How has that changed you? And what do you understand now that she grew up knowing? Yes, my grandmother survived in the Second World War. And for her, it was very complicated because um, we were hiding in the, uh, in the bunker in the village where she had the house. And in the same bunker she was hiding the, during the Second World War. So my grandmother knows exactly what the war is. But she said that the war that we have now is uh, more dangerous and uh, there is more cruelty than the Second World War. Yeah. And uh, I agree because it's really like this. Because she told me many stories. And after what I saw, I can tell that the war that we have now, I think it's more cruel. You know, we hear a lot about um, how you know, the Russian soldiers, many of them didn't want to fight in the first place, didn't know what they were getting into, were told they were doing a military exercise, and then the war began. So when you talk about the torture that you see, how do mm -hmm. you understand it? I mean, the people that are carrying this out, are, are these orders coming to them from the top, or are they angry that they're there in the first place? I know it's hard for you to, to answer that, but do you have a, do you have a feeling about it? Uh, feel about Russian people or? Yes, about the soldiers who many of whom were told didn't want to be there in the first place, didn't want to be fighting. Well, to tell the truth, I don't believe it because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like 80 percent of all Russians, they, um, they support the war. They hate Ukraine because I think Ukraine, uh, I think Russia is a rich country. It has uh, a lot of territories and Russia didn't come uh, like to have the territory, they come uh, to kill us, to destroy our traditions, to destroy our language and um, Ukrainians as a nation. So I don't believe that Russians didn't know that. So I just, I just don't believe it. So why do you think it is that in Germany and in Europe, they don't want to publish your photographs? I think because a lot of my photographs are very cruel and it is not allowed to show things like this on the television. I think maybe because Children will, will see it, but I also think that European countries are afraid to show such pictures because, um, to tell the truth, everybody, so European countries are afraid of Russia. And of course, I can't understand why. And that's why I think America, she's not scared. America is a country that is never scared. That's why America could show things like this. What do you think will happen with the war? Uh, how do you think it will end ultimately? I'm sure Ukraine will win, but of course we will need a lot of years. And, um, you know, um, our relationship with Russia, I think it will last like at least 100 years uh, because right now Ukrainians hate Russians. And I think 100 years will change the situation, but maybe longer. So are you saying you think the fighting will go on that long? To tell the truth, I think the war will be like a couple of years. I don't think it will end this year, maybe two years. This is just my opinion. And do you think there'll be a negotiation? Do you think that Ukraine will recover Crimea? What would you be okay with just as a, as a Ukrainian? Would you like to see a settlement to end this violence that you have documented? Well, of course, um, I want Crimea <laughs> to be back because I have a house there and it's like my second home. And of course, I want all our territories because it's the whole Ukraine and Russia can't just say it's our territory and we want to have it. But I think it will, of course, Ukraine will need much time to recover. But our people are very strong, so I think they will do this. They will overcome all the difficulties. 
Well, Irina, I know you're working now in in the mayor's office as a translator and interpreter. Your English is perfect, so I can see why that's what you're doing. Um, and we we wish you well, and I am glad that you're safe. And we thank you very much for sharing your story with us. We're going to try to share some of your photos on social media here and also as part of the podcast um, so that people can see what you have seen. So thank you very much. Thank you. Irina Verbevska joining us now from Germany. Thank you so much, Irina. Good to speak with you. You've been listening to The Untold Story with Martha McCallum. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to rate and review. For more podcasts, go to foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. 